Welcome to Paranormal Heart, a place where people can talk about their paranormal experiences. With your host, Cat Ward. everyone, welcome to Paranormal Heart Podcast. I really appreciate you spending your precious time with me and my guest tonight. Thank you. In episode 98, I am joined by paranormal investigator and medium Mike Gale. Mike talks about his angel guides, demons, paranormal investigating, and so much more. Folks, it was a very interesting chat. Mike mentioned he saw two spirits with me, and then my CO2 detector went off. I also had a few Skype issues that you'll notice in the episode. In another instance, when Mike almost had a heart attack because he thought he saw a dark entity near me, but we were able to find the source of that one. I have to admit, it's a first for me. I've never had so many strange things happen while I'm recording an episode. It was pretty interesting. If you'd like to share your encounters on the show, I would love to have you on. You can send me an audio recording of your encounter. You can write it for me to narrate or we can record our conversation together, whatever you feel comfortable with. If you have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, drop me an email at paranormalheart13 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoy the show, please like, share, subscribe, and leave a comment. Tell your friends, don't keep it to yourself. Tell the world about Paranormal Heart Podcast. You can tell them that new episodes are released on the second and last Sunday of each month at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find me on YouTube, Podbean, KPNL Digital Network on Thursday nights, and any place you find fine podcasts. Now, on with the show. Hello, Mike. Welcome to Paranormal Heart. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you're here. um, our, Our mutual friend, Mike... Um, mm-hmm. also by the same name, uh, recommended yeah. you. And I thought that that sounds really interesting. So I'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to speaking with you. Okay, cool. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, okay. My name's Mike. I'm a paranormal investigator, a medium and a healer. Um, so I've kind of been into the paranormal re- like main, I'd say about five years now. Um, but I've kind of always had the gift uh just never really used it very much as a young child um always could kind of see people but just never really pursued it up until i'd say around six years now um i lost my mum and then that kind of um kind of gave me a spiritual awakening i guess Mm -hmm. and i've just kind of really been pursuing that ever since yeah do your gifts run in the family as well yeah, she was, um, she was, you know, she, she had it, if that makes sense. She didn't yeah. really say 
what was going on, but she you'd kind of see every now and again. Um, she'd be either looking at something, but she, it kind of... I wouldn't say that she was open about her gift, um, but you kind of just knew she had something, if that makes sense. Yep. Now, was, so, yeah. Do you remember when was the first time you realized you had special abilities? Um, not as ability. I, I, I never really kind of knew what it was at the time, but um, I had a, a grandmother that was um, very dear to me. When she passed away, uh, she would come and visit me. Um, and I didn't really know what to say at the time, but my mum kind of said to me, oh, look, what's wrong with you? You look very white. Um, and I was just like, well, I've just seen Gran up the top of the stairs. And she just did exactly what you did and just raised your eyebrow as if to say, oh, okay, that's fine. Um, and then I started um, seeing different people and I couldn't really understand what was going on. Um, and then, like I said, my mum passed away um, and that's when it all started. I saw an angel, um, which I didn't really know what it was until I kind of was going to bed um, and I looked at the bottom of my bed and there was this lady there. Bear in mind, my bedroom was pitch black at the time, but this beautiful woman was stood at the end of my bed and I was thinking, am I, like, am I drunk? I don't remember <laughs> drinking. Uh, and um, she just looked at me and basically said, look, your, your, your gift is going to get stronger. Because um, I was kind of going through a traumatic time, like, you know, uh, me and my girlfriend had split up. I'd lost my mum. And I was kind of questioning things and like what you know what's what's kind of happened um and yeah this this woman was stood at the bottom of my bed and she was kind of saying to me look you need to you need to focus your gift and you need to understand that you're going to be helping thousands of people um all over all over the world uh, and I kind of thought you know what's going on um and she wasn't lying um I've you know I've been helping people I'd say for the last four or five years consistently um I'm focusing more on trauma demons than than just. I used to do a lot of investigating, um, and when I used to go investigating, I would be easily be able to pick up people um, like using spirit boxes and pieces of equipment was more about validation than um, for for me more validation for myself. Like I can see this person. Can you please? use that piece of equipment for me to prove that I'm not going crazy. Um, and it was really easy for me to get them to communicate. And rather than just simple words, it would be sentences, like the same person on a spirit box doing a sentence rather than just one word and trying to piece pieces of information together to make a sentence. It was full-blown sentences, um, which for me was kind of mind-blowing at you know, that time. Um, and then I was a I was a coach for a bit, you know, a bit of a life coach. I've been through quite a lot, and I was able to help people with that. Um, and then I started focusing more on spiritual growth, and I started studying demon, demonology, but more about like specific demons that people had given me their name to. Um, and then I started noticing that the people that were kind of attracted to me were dealing with the same either the same demon or the same type of demon. Um, and that was just becoming more and more apparent. Um, 
And then I did a bit of work with my spirit guides. And then I realized that my spirit guides weren't actually spirit guides. They were angels, which I know how crazy that sounds because I'm just a normal person. I don't, I don't feel that my life is any different than yours. And why should I deal with angels? And I really do. It's really hard to explain, but when I'm, I go through and I do a lot of house cleanses and I deal with people that are struggling. Like I can feel the energy and I can feel the protection around me, if that makes sense. And the minute I say to one of my angels, right, step back, I can feel the energy almost move, but I can feel the demonic energy coming towards me. And then I'll go, no, it's enough. And then it just step back. It's like you can feel the energy move back. Um, That's amazing. I I know that sounds really sounds crazy but not at um, all i've never i've never done tarot cards ever but my girlfriend who is also um a practicing witch um gave me a, a, a set of cards called angel cards mm-hmm. um and i just just out of curiosity i was just like look i just want to try it what do i do um she was just like well the practice is you kind of just think ask the, the angels to give you a message blah 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 and I sat there and I, before I did the card reading, I said to my angels, could you tell me your names? Um, because I want to know who you are. And I've had one all the time called Lancelot. Um, one was called Rosetta. And then the next one was a name that I couldn't pronounce. So it was harder for me to try and use it in my own brain, try and figure the cards out and do all that kind of stuff. So I literally sat there shuffling the cards for 10 minutes and nothing would come through. And then I just, in my head, I just went, look, I need to know who you are. And 12 cards, it wasn't like I, I've been shuffling for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 12 cards hit there and just fell on the floor. So um, I'd been told by my girlfriend, who, again, is a, is a witch, but she's a very talented medium as well. Um, she told me that I'm a healer and that um, I need to be able to, trusting myself to stop because I feel like I have a block and that is I feel that I'm not good enough to do this work Mm -hmm. and she was like listen you need to stop that and then she also said um you have a natural ability so if I go on an investigation and there's a child there you can guarantee it's coming to me um so currently anyway it'll it'll come to you in a minute why that's important and then just a few other bits so I, the first card that I pulled over uh, was Raphael. Now he is a healer. So I was just like, "That's a bit weird." Mm-hmm. Fine. Then Saint Michael came out. The next one was Rosetta, which is um, a name the, the the name that came through to me um, before I asked. Now she is an angel that deals with um, children. Um, And it says that on the card, it actually says um, the children naturally gravitate towards you. They feel comfortable around you. uh, And whether that be as a parent or as um, a teacher, you are able to um, to get the best out of children. So I was kind of emotional about that because I was like, well, that makes sense. Like when I go to investigations, they just seem to naturally gravitate towards me. Then the, the next one after that was um, uh, a girl's name. I still can't pronounce it, but basically it was very not the same, but very similar to my the, the angel that I saw originally. Mm-hmm. 
So now I'm feeling like this is crazy. Like it's, it's adding up too much. Like there's too much coincidence here. Um, and ever since that day, I've kind of felt a bit more comfortable saying that I work with angels um, rather than just sitting there and sniggering and kind of going, <laughs> I don't have spirit guides, I have angels. Um, and like to be able to, to use like Michael and Raphael as well, um, is kind of, yeah, it's pretty smart and pretty like, I kind of feel more protected. Um, if that makes sense. So yes, yep. dealing with, with like, I know people say demons in the, in the technical sense, like it's, it's a scary thought, but demons aren't just there to kind of, um, possess your house and make you worry don't get me wrong they do do that but then i think a lot of demons that are there are lower level and they're kind of like the first first attack and that's what i help deal with like the, the kind of mental health issues and that kind of side of it the trauma is the bit that i seem to be able to to help with so that's what i focus on then obviously medium reading on top of that and got a haunted cabin that's always fun uh yeah so yeah it's been it's been it's been a bit of a roller coaster i think just to go back to your original question i know i've gone on a tangent there <laughs> that's okay. but i think i would say i would say over the last six years is one that i've really started to hone my gift mm -hmm. or ability whichever way you want to kind of put it i guess when you said the names came to you, did you hear them in your in your mind, or did you actually hear them with your ears? No, it was in my mind. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really open myself up that much to the extent I can hear voices. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of keep myself. I would say, like my girlfriend, she she kind of she's ninety percent open the whole time, so she will hear voices and see people and stuff. But when I'm in my house. I don't really stay open. I'm I'm kind of more shut than open. So it's more like if I sit here like now, if I sat here and just opened a little bit, I'd start hearing stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, in the house generally, I don't like to do that. I don't blame so you. So it's more, yeah, I mean, my house is, is kind of guarded, but my cabin where I do most of my spiritual work is, is more open. It's more of a easier kind of in and out than it is in the house. We had a house before where uh, there was a little activity, and a friend of mine said you should probably leave a voice recorder in uh, in your room when you're sleeping or in the counter when you're when you're out for the day. And I'm like, nope. He says, but you're an investigator. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to investigate my house because I don't want to open. I don't want to have that invitation. This is my house. Like I will go to other people's yeah. homes to investigate there and help them get rid of whatever it is that that's plaguing them. But I don't want to mm. have that in my house, you know, with my family and everything. So I'm like, no, I'm, I do not investigate my own house. Yeah, and I think that's sensible. Um, I'm very, very similar. Yep. Whereas my girlfriend's, nah, she lives on a old monastery, so there's always really? kind of stuff moving in and out um, all the time. That's interesting. How old is well, the monastery? Do you know? Uh, it's we're, we're talking Viking era, oh, so. Wow. Um, it's a it's very very old um it's i mean it's been leveled now but then there's houses put on it mm -hmm. but where she lives it's a very um it's a very important place uh to do with vikings and the area itself is is very history-fied mm -hmm. um 
yeah, it's pretty cool. That's interesting. Now, yeah. if I can ask, what do you do for a living? Is it in the medical field? No. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, a store, I'm a store manager by trade. Okay. Um, I did, I, I mean, in, in where I work, I'm a trainer, so I deal with um, like training new recruits and lots of people. Um, and just naturally with the amount of people that I've kind of, um, sorry. It's okay. Just with the amount of people that I um, deal with, um, naturally, just that kind of care and stuff happens, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, a bit of a life coach because of that, like you just kind of help people that are your staff or they kind of all go through stuff every day. So you kind of feel like um, you feel like that. But then, yeah, that's what I wanted to do when I left school. I wanted to be a life coach and help people. So I've kind of, yeah, I don't do that, but I'm a store manager. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I really love doing. Yeah, I really love helping people. So do you, when, when you're training people, do you close yourself uh, so you're not picking up on, on them or are you pretty much open? Well, my, that's my pr- biggest problem because I'm an empath. I naturally pick up on people anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I'm at work and stuff, because people always say to me, can you do a reading for me? And I'm just like, no. Um, and that's not, it's not because I don't want to do it. It's just, I don't like, I like to be validated and I don't want anybody to question how I know that. So yep. if I did a reading on, say, one of my members of staff, they'll, I don't want them to go, well, I could have told you that or you could have, like, looked it up or something like that. I'm very much, I want that shock and awe of somebody, mm-hmm. like, if I do a reading on somebody, I want them to go to me, how do you know that? Yeah. Like, I like that shocked look. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's why I like if anyone comes to me and goes, can you do a reading that I don't want to know? Him. Or they've got to be on the other side of the planet so they can go. Wow. Like, yeah, that's why I, I like that kind of dealing with it rather than just people I know, if that makes sense. If you get that reaction from the individual, it kind of validates yourself as well to let you know that, yeah, I'm on the yeah. right track. Yeah. 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 Because I, I kind of say to people, look, this is the way that I do it is right i'm going to do a reading on you please do not tell me anything until the end mm-hmm. um because i don't want to be led down they say something and then if you're naturally intuitive you can almost pick stuff up without it if yep. that makes sense mm-hmm. so i'm just very much like um i won't do what we're doing now i won't do a face-to-face if it's anything it's by text message and i'll just go right this is what i'm picking up does this make sense oh. um if it does, tell me at the end, um, rather than um, yeses and nos. So I just go, this is what I'm picking up. Um, tell me at the end. That's that's really and smart, then, I find, because you can see facial expressions or something, and it might um, alter what you're reading, and it might be a false reading. Yeah, exactly. I like that. So, yeah. That's that's kind of how I do it. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's different, but I know that you know if it's true, then they're going to tell me at the end. Because mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. It's weird. It's just like this. What I can tap into is it's it's almost like like I said. It's just like the angel was there telling me. Mm-hmm. It's like I can hear it, and then I just once it's once the taps open, it's really hard to shut it off. Like because yeah. it's like it just it, the person that's with them is almost like going right this is my once in a lifetime opportunity. I've got to get it all out. Um, 
and it can be it can be really draining at times. Yes, it can definitely. So yeah. when you're out and about, uh, do you find you have to turn turn that off because if not, you might get overwhelmed by just people walking around you, like on the streets or something. Well, that's the. I mean, that's come down to when I first started. Um, I I did find that I was almost like there's too many people, mm-hmm. and then that's when I kind of started dealing with what I thought was my spirit guides at the time, kind of like look, let one through at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's come from my, my girlfriend and she's very disciplined and she's kind of helped me with that. So she's like, look, you know, here's your energy source. Um, hers is literally there. Whereas mine is like the other side of the room. So I'm like one at a time. Yeah. Um, and she's really got me disciplined into that kind of bit of, um, just let one in at a time, keep, keep your guard and keep your angels there with you kind of going right let another in or, or that one's finished like um and that's it, it, like even on the investigation i did it on the weekend which was um in a in a woodland that's known for black-eyed children mm. i mean i i literally was fully protected at that stage because i didn't want any of that coming home with me i don't so, blame you yeah yeah, yeah no <laughs> uh, so, yeah. especially black-eyed so, yeah, children it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it, and it's worse because, like, like I said to you at the beginning, like when it comes to children, I naturally get them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've got one photograph where you can see three of them lined up in a tree. So there's a there's a row of trees, and you can see them just stood there waiting. Hmm. Yeah. No. So it's um. <laughs> yeah. When you investigate, uh, do you go by yourself, or are you, are, are you part of a team? <laughs> Well, it depends where I'm investigating. So if it's um, if it's my cabin, I'm here by myself. Mm-hmm. If I'm out doing a proper full investigation, I like to take as many people as possible just because, um, again, I just like validating myself. Mm-hmm. So like, if I can try and get as many people to see what's going on, then that helps me. Um, but then also, I do... I, yeah, I, I don't like children. Not in like, I don't like physical children. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's yeah. just that you ne- you just never really know whether it's a demon or not like and I don't don't want to be in a situation where I can't get out mm-hmm. um so I always like to make sure that there's at least two people with me um but if I'm doing my house cleanses and stuff then it's just usually me and my girlfriend and we're a bit of a power couple really so um yeah it's good so generally kind of by myself or with other people really you're very fortunate yeah. that you have her to help um, guide you and, and help you with your abilities. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's quite funny because we do work on different frequencies. So, um, again, in her house, sometimes I'll be sat there and I'll go, do you see that person or do you hear that? And she'll be like, no, yes. Or she'll say, do you see that person? And I'll be like, no. So we kind of, it sounds corny, but we kind of complete each other. Like we're, we are like a power couple. So, and it is good to um, be able to kind of voice stuff and not be judged when you kind of say, I can see a person at the end of your bed. Yeah. Um, it's So, yeah, it is, it is good. And like when we go to different places, like, you know, a haunted place, we'll work together and try and get to the bottom of stuff, which is, you know, that's that's kind of nice as well. Yeah, when, uh, yeah. when we go on investigations, um we all have abilities, but especially our main investigator, uh, she's very, very gifted. I've never met anyone so bang on in, in readings and 
and uh, she'll say, did you see that or did you hear that? And and I used to always tell her, it's like, I really feel bad because, pardon me, but I'd say, I saw shit or no, I did not. See, I did not. I did. <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear that. Like, she's it's right there. How can you not see it? I'm like, I don't see it. I'm sorry. And, and I told her one time, like, I feel yeah. really bad because I don't see the same level as her and she says no that's okay because yeah. at least it's not she says i'm not being influenced by what she's saying did you see that and and i would be like yes i did it's like no i i, I mm. really didn't see that light or i didn't see that little girl or, or whatever but yeah it's just um mm. it's frustrating sometimes because other people's abilities i'm just like i i really wish mine was like that sometimes but yeah yeah i think the thing is it's just down to you know, like I said, it's it's what people see, like the frequencies that they work on or the yeah. vibration that they work on, and it just makes it interesting. So I, I really, I mean, me and me and Haley have been together for what nine, ten months now, and I just find her fascinating because I'm a, I believe in angels and demons and God and all that kind of stuff, whereas mm -hmm. she doesn't. She's pagan and believes in all other stuff. Yep. And I just sit there for hours listening to her, to her about how she deals with it. And, you know, she's she's on the inner circle and she works with bishops and that kind of stuff. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, she's very, very gifted and very mm. um, she's a really good medium. And it's kind of, if anything, I kind of look up to her um, because she does. Um, she's really good at it. So and then she goes, but I look up. To, I look up to you, Mike, because you're really good at it. And I'm like, well. I don't feel like that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I do have to say, though, that you do have people around you. Do I? Yeah, I've seen two. Um, one is a female that sits on your right shoulder. So this... Yeah. I know we're opposite, but this shoulder behind you. Um, she's She is white. She's got long black hair. Looks very similar to you, actually. And then you've got another one that keeps coming from your same side, but over, I don't know if it's a curtain. If you look to your right, other side, oh. sorry. Yeah, there. Whatever hold, that is. Hold that, that thought for a second. What's the smoke detector going off? I don't know. Is something turned on? No. Is it the battery? I don't know. Sorry, Mike. Which is that side. That's the side That's I've been seeing something. Oh, really? So, yeah, you've got... The, what have you got your hand on there? Is that a grey curtain? Yeah, I've got this curtain right here. Yeah, so... Hi. Something's been popping in, like, coming in and out of that curtain. <laughs> Sorry, the smoke right. alarm seems to be going off for whatever reason. It never does that. And no one's cooking anything. If that device is on your right-hand side, so the way you're looking, that's where I've been seeing something like pop its head in and out. Oh, okay. I have a door, if you a watch, door right if, here. If you watch back, you'll see me going like this because I kept seeing it. And then oh. the, the lady was you, to your, the same way you're looking, but over your shoulder. Does she have glasses? She didn't. No, I could only just see no. her face and her hair. Okay. But she didn't look like was... you. She did? Yeah. Is it a grandmother? Oh, oh it could be my mum. My mum passed several years okay. ago, and it could be my grandmother as well. Okay. She does look like you, though, but a bit brown, longish hair. My uh, my mum passed when she was 58, um, and she had very long hair, 
and she had um, she didn't have a lot of gray hair. Uh, it was kind of like pepper, a little bit of uh, salt. It was mainly pepper, but she had like the salt in her hair. Uh, mm-hmm. She wasn't very very gray, so maybe it's her. I Is it know. like dark brown? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Nice. I never, I, and I always wonder if my mother's around. People tell me a lot of times that she is, but um, mm-hmm. I never sense her. I think it's because I have my shields up so often. Um, mm-hmm. It's just something I have a difficult time getting my shields down because I've just, mm-hmm. I, I I was, I grew up with, with abilities and I just kind of like, because I didn't want to be overwhelmed with with everything, I just kind of learned to put shields up, you know. And now it's mm-hmm. just they're always there, so I have a hard time putting them down. So I never sense too often when there's someone around me. If I do, mm-hmm. it's usually a, I get a tingle sensation on my back, and that's usually a bad thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's usually yep. a negative uh, energy. But do you yeah. ever get like ringing in your ear? Uh, the ringing never goes away in both ears. Uh, it's been like that okay. from uh, my youth when I used to listen to uh, the Walkman music, really and the loud. music a yeah. little too loud. Oh yeah, <laughs> Walkman. <laughs> okay. So yeah, just I give mean, me one second for... here. Just give me one second. No. Everything good? Oh, okay. I think everything's good. Sorry, I can. Uh, that, right. This is why I don't do live, so I can edit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's not a bad thing. Like I said, that could be just somebody letting you know they're there. And like I said, I, I've seen two people with you. Yeah, that's that's strange. Yeah, like I said, the smoke detector never goes off. Well, unless we're cooking something, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It usually just goes like beep, 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 beep. It's not just beep, 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 beep. So I don't know. Maybe it's time to change the batteries. I don't know. I'll have to look <laughs> or open your after. abilities up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's someone telling me, hey, maybe it yep. is those those people that you saw yeah could be well, thank you for telling me that that's that's right nice do, do, you, do you hear them too or do you just see them no i can just see them um okay i think if i opened up enough i could probably hear them yeah but i don't i don't want to ruin the, the live by giving you a name if it's emotional like um <laughs> yeah so well if you do happen to have a name feel free to tell me if not that's good too okay fine i'll see what i get Okay, it's up to you. However, whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah. So if I get anything, I'll text you at the end. Um, sure. Yeah. Okay. And then that way, it won't make everybody emotional in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you do cleansings, can you walk us through that? What do you do? So, um, I again, I'm I'm kind of funny in a way because I kind of ne- I get, if I'm going anywhere, I always say, "Don't tell me anything." you'll notice this about me. I'll go, don't tell me anything until the end. So I will go in and do a 15 minute investigation at the beginning, um, trying to find out one, if it's a negative energy or if it's just somebody that's passing through. Um, most people kind of just, they automatically assume it's a demon. That's the first thing I've got a demon in my house. Um, and I'm kind of like, well, you know, can you kind of walk me through what's going on? Like, is, is it, the first ones you usually get is oh, I can't sleep at night or I feel like somebody sat on my chest. Um, so sleep paralysis is usually the normal one. Um, and then I kind of do it over a two week stage. So then it's kind of like, well, look, you know, what's going on in your life? Are you going through anything that's traumatic? Um, it, you know, are you on new meds, that kind of stuff to try and pin down. Is it just potential stuff that's causing issues then i'll go and invest like go and investigate the house and at, at that point i i take two pieces of equipment usually my phone and um, my rem pod 
um, because the way that I do the cleanses, I will start at one room at the top of the house and then work my way kind of using holy water and all that kind of stuff and cleansing my way through. Um, and then I always leave the REM pod by the back door and then I kind of push everything out the back. And then if I can hear the REM pod going off, generally that means the energies are moving around. Um, and then that's how I do it. Nine times out of 10, it works. Um, I've only ever had to go back to one house once. Um, mm. And that was more because what was happening is she'd lost her mum. Oh. Uh, so she'd gone through like quite a traumatic time. And the negative energy was there. I was just basically using that the whole time. Um, so he kind of, he pretended he had left, but he didn't. And he was just waiting. And then he started using the, her dreams to kind of get to her. So um, she'd sleepwalk and she'd be like waking up at the fridge, like just eating stuff. And um, oh, wow. yeah, it was, it was kind of, he stopped, I say he, but it stopped like targeting physical stuff and then started messing with her subconscious um and was, for me as, as the healer what I was doing is I turned almost into a therapist um and just kind of got her to kind of speak about like her feelings with her mum and and what was going on um and it, it kind of even stemmed to the sense of like just sitting there and looking at photos with her and kind of getting more like in tuned and kind of more accepting to the to the trauma than what had actually happened um and it kind of helped um and again then i just kind of went through again with with sage and palo santo wood and just all that kind of stuff and just I, black salt and everything just anything and everything just to try and mix it up a little bit mm -hmm. um and that was three and a half months ago and nothing since that's good. So, so that's Sounds like really... you're very hands-on and um, you, you get that bond with the person that you're trying to help. Yeah, I mean, I don't, this is a problem with me, whether I'm empathetic and I've been through that with my mum as well. I can't help myself. I love to talk um, and I just, <laughs> like, I just like, I like looking at things and being like logical and trying to um, work out what it is because everybody automatically, like I said, everyone automatically thinks it's a demon. Um, yeah. And it isn't always, you know, it might just be an angry spirit or somebody is community and frustrated because they can't. Exactly. Um, yes. It's, especially if you've got the ability, you are, so like yourself, you'll be a bit like a beacon and you'll get mm -hmm. more like scratches or um, you'll get a lot more, things going on around you that you'll just be like what is going on like that smoke alarm for instance yeah if there's somebody and you started thinking about somebody that's around you they'll start getting annoyed because they know that you've got the ability but you're not using it and that's what i love i like i, I sound like a weird right weirdo but i like trying I to be able to i like to try and be able to help the spirit as well as helping the human aspect of yeah. that as well so if it i can kind sense. of yeah if i can attack both sides give that person the reasons why this is happening and then the spirit the, the ability to move on then i love it and I, I get a real sense of purpose when that happens yeah so yeah yeah I, i've told um a lot of people that uh just because your cupboard doors for example are 
you know, flinging open and closed all the time doesn't mean that it's a negative entity. It could just be somebody that's really frustrated because they know that you have the ability to to sense them and they're just standing in front of you going, hello, hello, trying to have a conversation. And you're totally ignoring them, not knowing yeah. they're there. And they're getting really frustrated and they're almost like having a tantrum. So, yeah. you know, um, just because you have activity like that doesn't necessarily mean it's negative. Yeah. And especially if you're dealing with a spirit that doesn't know they're dead. Like yes. if you're dealing with somebody that's like tragically died really quickly and they haven't worked out. Hang on a minute. It's like that whole Bruce Willis film, isn't it? Where he doesn't know he's dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah it's very similar in real life. Like if you've got your mum stood in front of you and she stood there talk, trying to talk to you and you're ignoring her, she's going to get frustrated if she doesn't realize. Yeah. Um, and that's like a lot of my, my communication will be like, do you, what color is it where you are? Is it black or is it white? Not because that's heaven and hell. That's if, you know, if you're in the light, then you'll be able to see things in color. Whereas if you're in the dark, then it will just be monotone dark. And that's, oh, that's usually, interesting. usually where um, you're kind of in limbo. They don't really understand the difference. Mm-hmm. So a lot of lot of spirits that I speak to, I kind of go, "What what's it like there? And they'll go, dark. And I'll go, you know, have you seen the light? Have you seen angels? And they go, no. So for me, that means you're in purgatory. You, you don't, you're not ready, if that makes sense. So, um, mm-hmm. and I feel really bad when that happens. Like when, when they're stuck, like I don't like it feel really bad and that's where i become a spiritual empath because i get upset um yeah about stuff so yeah do you think some people are in limbo uh, for a reason um because they're not ready like you said or they're holding back i mean it, it depends on the individual like the, the people that i've been helping are more it's it's parent um the ones that are stuck seem to be more like that parent bond so, like, it could be that somebody's going through something traumatic um, mm-hmm. and, the like, the parents aren't ready to let them go. They don't want to see them suffer. Um, and that causes that kind of limbo between they can't rest because they don't want to. Um, but for them, it's more like a blink of an eye. For us, it's like a, a whole lifetime. For them, yeah. spending five years on Earth is just like a second. So mm-hmm. when we go, I don't want them hanging around, for them, it's just like a second. It's not. Like they can't, we can't quantify the time level between the two. If that makes sense, yeah. um, it's just the little children that I don't, I don't understand. Like why they get stuck here. Like, um, and in that, maybe they're me. afraid. Yeah, I think it could be that, or they just don't want to leave their parents, or mm-hmm. um, you know, the one that I've got attached to me is here because she thinks I look like a, bar- a father. So Aww. I. Um, <laughs> I've had one with me for about seven years. I did my first investigation. I did not know what I was doing. Absolutely did not. Uh, didn't know what closing off was. Didn't know what protection was. Just went out on a laugh and um, bought Spirit Box because I'd watched uh, Ghost Adventures and I saw them yep. doing it and uh, went to a museum and got a girl called Hannah and I've had her ever since. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's been... Um, it's been a lot of soul searching for that one. Um, I had to go to two different mediums because her dad kept, literally I'd wake up and her dad was stood at the end of my bed twice. Oh, wow. Um, so that was kind of, uh, yeah, it was traumatic because he, he was not a happy chappy. Um, but he knew, again, dealing with two different mediums, I uh, found out that because 
I could speak to his daughter and she wouldn't leave me, um, I had to give her a message and he wouldn't give me the message. So I was just like, well, this is going to go nowhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I had, she's not around me now. Um, we did do a couple of investigations. Mike was on one of them um, via live. Um, mm-hmm. And we did a lot of kind of dealing with what was what was causing the issues with her. So she's not around me so much anymore. Um, but she's still there and she, she kind of guides me every now and again. So she's um, any like kind of upset child spirit. She'll step in and kind of almost give them a little bit Aww. of um, like comforting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Comforting. It's OK to speak to him. He's not here to hurt mm-hmm. you, that kind of stuff. Um so that's kind of nice, um, but it's also weird when you see like some you you walk somewhere and somebody like you'll you'll meet a medium. They'll go, "Who's the little girl with you?" And you're like, "Oh, that's Hannah. Like, um, <laughs> she's fine." Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of that's nice. really interesting. That must then you know that the, that medium is authentic when they ask, you know, who's the little girl? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. I don't know if you, if you do this, but I always try and look for the fakes. Like, I can't help myself. Um, yeah. It's, you know, you always get people, like my girlfriend, I, I know I keep going on about her, uh, but she is very much in the background. She she doesn't like, like me, I'm very open about what I can do. Um, she just she doesn't. She's very much in the background and um, she'll, she'll come to me and go, you know, that medium said all this, this, and it's a load of crap or... Uh, she's just very, very <laughs> quiet and reserved about her gifts. Um, and when you meet the ones like me that are very open and honest about it, you, you kind of, I don't know if, if you're like this, but you kind of question them a bit more. Um, so I'm always getting questioned about my stuff. Um, whereas she doesn't, she's just not, I, th- I think it's because of where she is, um, and, and what she can do and who she works with. Um, she doesn't need to be validated. Um, and I think that's for me, like anyone that mentions Hannah, I do kind of go, that's pretty cool. Cause either that or, you know, you've looked at my Instagram. Yeah. Um, but if anyone mentions my mum, then I know they're a hundred percent legit because I I don't tell anybody my mum's name ever. Um, so if any, if anyone tells me my mum's name, then I'm like, you're legit. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm sure you'll be the same. Like if any anyone, you know, the fact that I've mentioned, I thought it was your grandmum. Uh, <laughs> I bet you were like, mm, it's a fifty-fifty shot, isn't it? Like yeah. you could get it right, you could get it wrong. Um, so, yeah, it's hard That's sometimes being a medium. It's hard being a medium sometimes. Yeah, I I, I'm not a hundred percent open about it, especially when I first meet people. Um, because I, there, there still is a little bit of a stigma, you know, and, and I find a lot of times people, if they find out that you have abilities, will be kind of um, apprehensive about being themselves around you. So I yeah. usually try to get people to um, just get to know me first. And then if the if the conversation happens to arise, uh, arise about uh, paranormal, which it usually does, I don't even <laughs> have to prompt Try. the conversation it just kind of <laughs> happens yeah yeah and it's so funny yeah. and then I kind of look at them and they're like you don't even believe in that don't 
do you? And I'm like, oh, I do. Continue your conversation. I'll tell you why at the end. And yeah. then when I tell them that I'm a paranormal investigator, I am. I don't call myself a medium. I'm more sensitive because it's not something that is, um, I don't really work at it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not all that strong. But when it happens, it happens. So I just say yeah. I'm, I'm a sensitive. But um yeah, it's just interesting to see people's reactions when they're like, oh, you don't even believe in that, do you? I'm like, oh, yeah, I do, but just keep keep going. Tell me your story. And then yeah. once once I tell them, then they're like, no way. It's like, yeah, like, I have no idea why all of a sudden people will start talking about the paranormal with me. Yeah. It's funny, though, isn't it? Because everybody, like, that I speak to is either had one or two, like, experiences. And mm-hmm. I'll go, they'll go, oh, you know, because I've got, like, a cross on my finger. And they'll go, oh, what's, what's the cross for? And I go, I just need it for protection. And they go, protection against what? And I'm like, <laughs> wow, funny you mention it. Like, And they go, oh, I remember this time when this happened to me. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then like, I'll, if I'm, I'm really in it on the day, if I've bought into it, um, I'm usually able to then just go, oh, by the way, who's this person? And you just watch their face go, what? So I got, yep. um, I try not to go too much into detail here, but. I got called to a house. Um, this woman inherited a house. Um, and when they um, first went to stay there, um, the husband, who's a full-on skeptic, doesn't believe anything, um, saw a girl at the top of the stairs. So they rented it out for a year and nobody would stay in there past seven weeks. They kept saying, like, things were happening. So when she phoned me, she was like, look, um, I've been given your number. Would you be able to come around and do, like, an investigation reading and I was like yeah she goes do you want to, do you want to know about the house I was like no she was like so you don't want anything like she's like okay fine so I walked in um and as I as I walked in the door to my right there's like three rooms and in the first room a little girl poked her head around the door so I just acknowledged it and she was like what are you looking at and I was like oh nothing <laughs> so then she was she was like um fine and then I was like are we okay to go upstairs and she was like yeah and I was I walked upstairs there was this one room and in the room was three cupboards and I was like oh, I don't like it in here I'm getting a real anxious feeling and she was like what do you mean I was like I just feel like somebody in here has been told off and been put in that cupboard and she looked at me and I was like Ooh. and I can hear a girl on the other side knocking like banging to get out and she was like, fine. And I was like, again, don't tell me any of anything. I don't want to know. So then we walked in and you go down and step into another room. And then I was like, you've had a paranormal team in here before, haven't you? She was like, well, yeah, we've had one team in here. I was like, okay. Did Was one of them made physically sick? As in like, they had to leave because they were being sick. She was like, maybe. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> and as I've walked out the door, I see a, a little girl, I'd say about seven, like pigtailed hair, yellow dress, white shoes. And I've gone, okay, well, the little girl here, in yet, I explained it to her. I was like, um, has shown herself to your husband. And she went, okay. And then I went, his name is Derek. And she went, okay. And I went, why, why, why do you look like that? And she goes, well, I haven't told you what his name is. I was like, I know. So then as I walked, we were just about to walk down the stairs. We heard the door open and shut. And I went, who's that coming in the house? She was like, I don't know, but the door's locked. And I went, well, it ain't. So then we walked downstairs and the door was open. So she was like, but I locked the door. And I was like, well, okay. 
two minutes late, I was like, we were, we were just discussing stuff, and I went, who's Betty? And she went, I don't know. I was like, it's something to do with Derek. And she was like, okay. I was like, um, is that Derek out there? And she went, no. Who? I went, well, there's a man in the field. She was like, Mike, there's no man in the field. I said, I can see a man in the field. It looks like a priest. And she was like, well, he's not a priest. Two seconds later, her husband walked in the door. So I was like, you've got an energy around you called Betty. And she, he, he was like, oh, yeah, what she told you. I was like, she hasn't told, she hasn't told me anything. And I was like, this lady's called Betty. Um, she says she's your auntie. And she, he was like, oh, yeah, of course she's told you that, blah, blah, blah. And she was, and his wife turned to me and went, "He's a skeptic. I'll never believe you." I was <laughs> like, "Okay, that's fine." I went, "Who's Bruce?" And he looked at me and he went, "Okay, now she definitely told you something." And I went, "Why?" And he went, "We don't say that name." And I was like, "It's your father, Ooh. isn't it?" And he went, "Yeah, go on then. Tell me something about my father that only I would know." I went, "No problem. He's cut you out the will." And the will was done while you were on holiday, getting married in France. And he Ooh. went. Okay, there's no way you would know that. And he went, okay, tell me Sonic House then. And I went, well, you still want me to go? You still don't believe me? He was like, no. I was like, okay, no problem. You've got, you've had two metal plates put in your spine. Your left leg has also got a, le a metal pin addressed to it. You're about to go into another hospital appointment for your right leg because um, while you were serving in Ireland, your friend was killed with a hand grenade and you protected him. And he went, Right, so we need to go and sit down now. <laughs> and I was like, the reason that I'm here is because you're dealing with a traumatic demon. Like, you've got trauma demon, definitely, 100%. Yeah. I said, because I can see him behind you right now. And he was like, right, well, I don't understand where you're getting this from. And I was like, well, because the energy isn't, like, I'm not here to see the energy of the house. I'm here to see the energy for you. And we have just been put in the right place at the right time for me mm -hmm. to come and see you. And that's how my gift works. Like, I'm always drawn to people that need my help. And he was just like, and I, so I went back there two weeks ago and did another reading, but it was more of an investigation reading. Mm -hmm. And I asked her for feedback because the problem was he got so upset. I was like, look, I need to leave. Like, not because I can't finish. It's just more along the lines of whatever I say now is going to be too, like, it's going to bring too much back. So I was yeah. like, I think, I think I'm done for the day. So I did say to her, like, you know, how has he been since then? And he was like, well, what we didn't tell you, Mike, is everything that you said was actually accurate. Um, the only thing that we didn't know at the time was the man that was outside. So the place that um, I went to was a place called Castle Cottage. Um, and on the grounds was a castle. And the priest was hung in the field outside by the lord of the castle um, because they were kind of going between like that pagan Christianity um era um so anybody that was to do with christianity or anything like that like they were just getting killed left right and center to try and keep a um like rule this that was going on and yeah i'd obviously seen him out in the field that he was hung in so she was like oh. no the, the what's worse is like nobody had ever seen that man before mm -hmm. so yeah it was it was yeah, it was good. It was a good investigation. You know, one of those ones that was a real kind of eye opener for for everybody. So yeah. So that cool. that man, uh, did you did he go from skeptic to a believer after that, or does he still kind of? Yes. 
No, so I said to her, like, how has he been? And she was like, well, he doesn't question it as much anymore. Um, and he wouldn't, like, when I went there, um, she said normally he would come, but he found out you were coming, so he didn't want to go. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just like, look, you know, I understand. Because sometimes it can be a shock to people, can't it? Like when, especially if you're, non, like you're a non-believer, and then you've got this guy turning up and he's telling you stuff like that nobody should know. That's a bit of a... Yeah. It's a bit of an eye opener, isn't it? So I think he's, I think I think he's questioning things a bit more. And she said, like, when he walks into the house now, before he would just walk in and do whatever he needs to do. Now he'll mm-hmm. walk in and he'll say hello to the spirits and he'll kind of say, um, "Please don't hurt me" and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so he's now got. I think he's got more of a respect thing um, yeah. for them, and I think that's what kind of helps him as well. So I think he he likes the fact that he's not alone. So. Yeah, it's good. I think some uh, skeptics too uh, kind of feel like they're when you read them, it's kind of invasive. Uh, it's almost like, well, I didn't ask for this, you know. So I think maybe some skeptics really put up a shield that don't want to believe. Yeah, yeah, because they can't explain it. I guess they can't explain. Yeah. Um, I find that most skeptics and narcissists really they like to try and control every single aspect of everything. And then when you get somebody that walks along and blows their socks off, they're like, "Damn, I don't have control anymore." Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm lucky. I haven't. I haven't really come across anybody that narcissistic that they just go, "It's not going to happen." Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people, once you normally give them one shocker, they kind of the guard comes down a little bit, and they're just kind of trying to look at you and like work you out, which just spurs mm-hmm. me on a little bit more. Um, I like I like going to places where. You know, m- most places I go to, the people want help. Um, you don't. I, I don't. I haven't found anybody yet that doesn't really want my help. So I think I've been kind of lucky when it comes to stuff like that. Um, it's just people on the street. When you know, if I'm talking openly about what I do, it's the people on the street that become a bit nasty. Like you know, I've had a couple of people go. People are dead. They want to be left alone, and I'll go mm-hmm. well. They do, you're right. But if they want to come to me, they're going to come to me for a reason. Like the people who have gone and moved on and, you know, doing something else, they're not going to be here around to be offended anyway. So it's only, yep. it's only the people here that want my help or have a message that are going to be here anyway. So then let them speak what they need to do so that they can move on. Yep. So, yeah. I think I've only met one individual, a friend of mine's husband, who says the paranormal is just hogwash and it's just nonsense uh but mm-hmm. normally people who are skeptics uh they'll they'll tell you straight on right away that they're skeptic they don't believe in all that but usually you'll hear after a few minutes but there was this one time that something strange happened you know yeah. uh, except for this one individual that he's <coughs> like nope unless he has and he just doesn't say anything or he or he hasn't recognized it as being potentially paranormal i don't i don't know but yeah usually people are like oh there was this one time yeah they've always got one that they can go like they can go back to and go this is a bit questionable actually yeah um, yeah so yeah yeah get, have get you it. ever had people have you ever had people just walk up to you for whatever reason and just start talking to you not knowing why and they're kind of telling you their problems and um, oh it happens all the time yeah happens all the time like again because i'm a store manager and i i work in a shop um Mm -hmm. it happens all the time 
like this woman that she'll she come up to me on I think it was on Tuesday, and we were just I was just talking to my member of staff, and she just started the conversation by going, "You sound like a person that just likes listening to people," and I was like, "Well, yeah, I do," and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. she's telling me a life story about like um, her kids and her, her she lost her dad and, and blah blah blah, and she was like, "Oh my god, it felt so good being able to unload to somebody," and I'm like, "Yeah, cheers!" Like, it, yeah. you know, I'm glad I'm glad that it helped, but. You know, sometimes I, I don't know if you get this, but I feel I do feel like you kind of almost take on some people's burdens and it kind of almost takes you a while to get past it. Like, um, again, when you go and do cleanses in people's houses, you kind of do take on that negativity or like energy within the house. Like you do. It takes you a couple of times to to get through it and get past it. Like they've been going through a lot, that kind of stuff. You You, you definitely feel like you've taken on some of their shadow, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, so, it does. Yeah, um, I do feel like most people that I've had come within my circle, uh, you kind of attract the same amount of people, or the same people that are going through the same stuff. I don't know if you get that, but I get a lot of people that if I'm dealing with one person that's going through like severe trauma, two weeks later you'll get another person that's going through either similar or the same thing. So mm. it kind of feels like you're put in their path because you're going through that bit right now in the, the feedback or the exactly yeah um mm-hmm. it's just weird it's just weird how it happens like you seem to get three or four people phone you up the same week going i've been giving you a number can you come and do a cleanse and you're like i can but it needs to be next <laughs> week because i don't think like i just think mentally i'm not capable of doing it yeah um because even investigations you have to be careful like you have to be mentally strong and you have to it's not just a case of walking into a pub, is it, and just going, right, let's investigate today. Like, it's all yep. about the build-up to it and, like, then spending three, four days going through all your evidence. And, again, this is another thing that frustrates me being um, a medium is I can hear stuff on the TV and I'll go to someone, can you listen to that? And they'll go, I hear something completely different. And you're like, mm. but I can hear this. And, it's, it's, and I went through a stage of, I showed Mike it, you play it one way and then if you turn it around and play it backwards, it says something else. So you'd get two messages mm. out the same message. That's and it was really, yeah, it was really bizarre. Um, hmm. It was like, it said, I love you. And then on the back, it said the person's name. So it was, re- it was really bizarre and I've not had a stint either. Oh, wow. <coughs> so I've never was, heard um, of that. That's, I like Yeah, that. me either. Like I literally, and I only did it by accident. So I've mm. got, um, I've got this little, it's like a, a little tool I use when I'm editing. So mm-hmm. you you play it that way and then you can turn mm-hmm. it around and it goes backwards. And I only did it by mistake because I was putting a t- uh, like a tile, a title tile above it. So when it says the words, you can see what it says. And okay. I reversed it. And as I reversed it, it heard it. Like So I went, it said, I love you. And then it said Marcus on the way back. And I was like, did I just hear that right? So then obviously I sent it to Mike and I was like, do you hear this? Yeah. And he's like, that's bizarre. Like, it was really bizarre. It was really bizarre. So it was like, it, it was meant to happen. Hmm. So, yeah, it's good. Do you ever use crystals or anything like that? I don't, but I do now. Um, I've got like a selection of them up there and pendulums. Again, this has all come from um, my girlfriend because she believes in like all the crystals and stuff. But, um, I use obsidian, um, 
as my crystal is just the one that um she took me to we've got like a crystal shop that her friend owns um mm -hmm. and as i went again there was another weird one i went into a shop and i've basically gone oh this little boy here his name's brad blah 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 she started crying because her son had died three months earlier oh <laughs> i was like oh my god i'm so sorry oh wow um, yeah so um that was kind of heartbreaking but yeah so i went in and bought uh obsidian and amethyst and a few other pendulums because they're just the ones that natu i naturally was drawn to um yeah. but whenever i use them um it's weird you can't really explain it but you can kind of feel the energies coming from them um yep. and if i'm feeling a little bit low just when it comes to like doing with um spiritual stuff then i just have them on me all the time and it just seems to boost my energy a little bit mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean if people uh, my advice to people if they want crystals is just going to a crystal shop and see whatever you're drawn to um because yep. your body will naturally be drawn to crystals do you use them Yes, um, I especially when I'm investigating, I like uh, hematite and selenite mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and amber. I just seem to be drawn to those three. Yeah, um, I usually have little uh, rods of selenite uh, in yeah. my pocket with me, mm -hmm. and yeah, those are just the ones that I'm really, really drawn well, selenite, to. Selenite, selenite helps with communication, um, and it boosts like protection and stuff. So if you put yep. a selenite with like amethyst, it will boost that protection. So I've got a selenite, like it's like a little, it's about that big and you can put crystals in it. And then okay, it, yeah. depending on what you've put in them, it will boost their energies. Um, hmm. Also, my new favorite one, which I bought the other day, is called Angelite. You've heard of that? Oh, that's pretty. Um, and I just keep that, it's called a palm stone. So you put it in your palm yeah. and it's it helps boost like angel communication. Mm -hmm. But I have that on me all the time, um, just kind of helps me it feels like there's something there but i think i think you just get drawn to them i, I mean i love the amber for ages i love the amber um i think it's because it's got little crisp like it's got little like weird things in it um yeah do have you got any like animals in yours because you uh, can get amber only... with like little fossilized yeah, bugs I and know. stuff can't you yeah. i only have um um amber earrings um mm -hmm. That I that I wear, um, I'm always hesitant to buy amber because I don't know if it's fake. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a know. problem, isn't it? Yeah, and I guess there's a way. Um, if you take a hot needle and you pierce it, did you see something? Yeah, you just kind of yeah. Yeah, it's on your it's on, it's on the same side again, but it's oh, yeah. weird because it's almost like it comes over just to kind of show itself and then it moves back. Oh yeah. You want to say hi? <laughs> say hi to Mike. <laughs> yeah. See, above your head now, there's a, like a little face. Really? Interesting. Yeah, it's always on the same side. Huh. If you watch this back, zoom back when you see it. Look above your so the same side your fire alarm is on, mm -hmm. um, but just above your head. Huh. I don't actually record the video. I just record the audio. I'm going to have oh. to start recording the video too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what you can do is you can do, is it on a phone or are you just doing it on a, a It's laptop? on my laptop. My have, laptop. You not got have you got a screen record um, function on there? Oh, I don't know. It's worth look looking for that. and then you can screen yeah. record it once you're going. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah, going to look into that. Somebody, somebody's definitely behind you. 
Not in a bad huh. way, they're just looking yeah, like yeah. poking every now and again. I'd like for them to tell me who they are. Care to share who you are? <laughs> mm. Hmm. No, I was I was saying with Amber, um, apparently you can take a, a hot needle and and insert it into the amber and you're supposed to smell like pine, but um, you can't really do that at a crystal shop. I don't think they would really like... Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think it's frowned upon, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. So I'm kind of hesitant to buy it, but uh, I might have to use um, my instincts to see if it is something that I'm drawn to or not. Maybe... Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll someone will help guide me to tell me if it's a, an actual piece or not. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> now I'm like, are they still there? <laughs> yeah, no. There's you did have like a like a mist go across your. Ken, oh, it wow. seems to be that door, like well that curtain, whatever's yeah. towards yeah, yeah that one. You had like a mist just kind of walk through the front. So on the other side of this curtain is the door that leads to the hallway that leads to the smoke detector that went off earlier. Hmm. Okay. So I do have two names. I don't know if they are mm. to do with you, but I'm going to say it because if I don't, then it's going to bug me. But one sure. is Edith and one is it's either Margaret or Martha. Huh. No, I don't know who they would be, but not not to say that they weren't in my life before or even from another 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 lifetime yeah i have to margaret or edith huh, well, it could be martha there's definitely an m-a-r yeah it's, it's definitely martha or margaret but edith edith was almost shouted at me oh wow so i don't know it could be to do with you or it could be to do with anybody watching but just they're the two names interesting yeah yeah if they could also not just tell us the name, but like, why are you here? Like, what? Um, how how do you know me? Or is it someone that might be listening? Or, yeah, what's? So what's all I've been told is that it's it's progress. Progress. Hmm. Yeah, she just said it's it's progress. I wonder what that means. Don't know. Hmm. Interesting. So you're not you're not pushing through anything. You're not doing something that's different. Like something you thought about, or no, bizarre. I, I I have been for the past three weeks, uh, um, doing this thing where because uh, I do feel blocks, and mm -hmm. I'm just trying to get rid of the blocks so I can be a little bit more open and and things like that. So that's the but the only thing that's different. Mm -hmm. Don't know. Just said it is progress. Yeah. So whether whether you're it's like you're sweating the small stuff, maybe I don't know, but it just mm. said it's progress. Yeah. That, that was it's neat. While I was talking, you just kind kind of started. I can't help it because once I yeah. once I see it, then I can't not see it. But yep, I mean that the face behind you. She's I mean she's still there now, but she's How just old? more. It, I'd say like forty five, fifty, maybe. Hmm. Okay. But I mean, she's wearing like a like a blue, almost like black. Owl. Uh, it's kind of opened like that. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, she's got like a grey dress on. Mm. I'd say maybe five foot five, maybe. She doesn't have glasses though. Okay, so it wouldn't be my mum. Hmm, interesting. 
I'll have to think about that. It might be somebody that I just mm. forgot about too. Yeah. Which is usually what happens with me, but I'll say names and people go, no, no, no. And then 20 minutes later, I get, a, oh my God, it was this person. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't really take it to heart anymore because it's just yeah. like, well, you know, you don't really expect it. So you don't think about it. Like it could be an aunt or an uncle or something that you just don't know about. And they're just kind of there to, but she, this, this lady hasn't left you aside since the whole time we've been on this, since I noticed mm. that she's been there the whole time. Wow. Yeah, my, yeah. my mom is from a family of 13 kids, so I have a lot of aunts, uncles, and, and cousins, so uh, I'm sure there's someone in my lifetime that I I might have forgotten. Yeah, maybe. It's a large family. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, feel, I don't feel that maternal, like, sometimes you get like a maternal kind of feeling, so you know... Mm -hmm. Like, like for me, if I if it's a mum or or a, somebody like that kind of direct person, you get that maternal feeling. So that's okay. how I know they're close. So there there isn't that, but it definitely feels like there's a family bond there. Mm. Um, but yeah, she just keeps saying it's progress. So I don't know what oh. that means. Okay. Well, maybe uh, I'll be visited tonight in my dreams, and I'll have I'll get some more information, which would be kind maybe. of nice. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Cool. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. I'm really intrigued now. I was like, who the heck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if it's not for you, and so, like if somebody watches this and they know who it is, then just let you know. That'd be cool yeah. to like find out. Please, yeah, if it's anybody out there, like you said, listening uh, and it resonates, you know, you might know who that is. Please reach out and let us know who uh, who you are and uh, who this person might be. Or you don't even have to tell us very much information. Just say, yeah, um, it, it means something to me. See, this the problem is it's really vague at the minute, but like I'm, I'm seeing a cancer thing there. But this, like... I don't think it's from her. I think it's from the man because it's prostate cancer. Hmm. But it's definitely affected you. It's it's a family resonant. Hmm. I don't know anyone who had prostate cancer. There has been cancer in the family. So it's not. It's saying like. So it's not first generation. So it's going to be second generation. But it's affected you. Hmm. So something to do with your family directly. I'm going to have to reach out to some of my aunts and say, hey, does yeah. it sound familiar to you? Yeah. Yeah. But whatever this is, it's saying it's progress. She keeps saying it, it's progress. Well, so whether this person that's died of um, prostate cancer, something has happened to that and that's caused progress. So maybe they've looked into it and something's happened in that, like they've been able to cure it. I don't know, but it's it's definitely prostate cancer and then pro, it, like it's progress. Because hmm. I've asked, like, what does that mean? So it's to do with that cancer. So whether or not they've had some sort of um, chemo and it's cured it and they've given it, they've been given longer life because of it. And that's what that means. But it's definitely to do with you. So it's got to be your family somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, definitely have to go do some digging now. Like I said, yeah. it's a large family. <laughs> if you if you can find out, let me know. That'd be good. I definitely will, yeah. Wow. 
Well, thank you for telling me that. It might not be nothing, but that's what I'm getting. Yeah. Well, I already I always appreciate when someone tells me what they what they see and uh, to me it's something that's special when someone shares uh, when they have abilities and they share what they see. So thank you. It's okay. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we sign off? No, not really. Um, have you got anything interesting? Like, have you have you like ever been anywhere and questioned stuff? Uh, just. Uh... No, just we had a house before, and listeners have heard this before. We had a house that we lived in a few years ago that uh, the uh, gentleman was still there. Uh, he had passed mm-hmm. on. I don't know how many years before that. My daughter was able to see and hear him uh, like you and I are seeing each other. Um, I just mm-hmm. sensed him. And I could see him in my mind's eye. But then when I spoke with my uh, my neighbors, uh, they're an older couple. They had me over for coffee when we first moved in. And I didn't tell them what I did and just asked what the neighbors were like. And they gave me an exact description of what I was seeing. And he used to turn up the thermostat all the time in our house. And it would <laughs> make it just stifling in the house. And I had to tell him, like, okay, you need to stop because you don't pay for the hydro. I do. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he stopped doing that, but I, I told him he could stay uh, yeah. as long as he didn't uh, cost us money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what got you into the paranormal? Uh, since I was a little girl, um, my first experience that I remember was we were living in a, th- a three-story apartment building uh, on the top floor. And I had an experience with the hat man, but he was a shorter version. He was four feet tall and mm-hmm. um, always scared the crap out of me but he never really paid any attention to me it was just like he was walking around in my room and uh, Mm -hmm. I would yell all the time you know even now my father will say yeah I remember when he used to have night terrors and he used to scream out you know the man in the closet because I had a big walk-in closet in my room and Mm -hmm. um, after we we moved away from the apartment building I haven't seen him since I was just a little girl and Mm -hmm. um, always wondered who he was what he was why was he there you know um, and then later on, as an adult, I was listening to a podcast and um, they were talking about the hat man and I'd never told anybody, you know, and I mm-hmm. thought, oh, my God, other people are seeing this. So um, they're called yeah, watchers. That's what I call them. They're, they're, yeah. they're little watcher demons. And what they do is they they try and figure out what your fear is. So they will they will do stuff. So my friend is actually dealing with one of the one of these at the moment. Um, really? And yeah, it's not it's not a hat, but I call him Gollum. So he looked like yeah. I'd never I'd never told he never told me about this um, entity that he had. But again, this comes from tra- uh, childhood trauma, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he won't. I'm sure he won't mind me telling you about it. Um, but basically, I when I first spoke to him, I saw Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And I, it was bugging me. Like I just, I kept seeing him every time I spoke to him on lives. Like we're really good friends now. Um, and I was just like, look, I need to talk to you about this thing that I keep seeing. Um, but what I was seeing was Gollum, and then he'd walk up the stairs, and all I kept hearing was like heavy boots, like like he had Wellington boots on that weird, horrible stepping. And I was like, this is what I'm hearing, and this is what I'm seeing, and I'm seeing under a door, and it's like he stood there just almost not doing it because he's watching you, but enough to make you panic. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is it? What is it? And he goes, oh, yeah, when I used to go to my uncle's house, I used to see this smile, like a clown smile. And what I was seeing was that, but with really sharp teeth. 
And he was like, yeah, that's um, what I used to see in the shadows. Um, and what he used to do is he walked up the stairs and he used to stamp his feet. And I was like, oh, my God, like that's what he used to see. Yeah. Um, and I was like, but the name I'm getting is Jeff. And he was like, yeah, that's what I, that's what I named him. Oh, wow. Um, so he was like, that's what I used to see all the time. So I used to call him the Watcher. Um, and it's what I've got to know now. So they're like almost first stage, not de like demon, but they come to see if they can manipulate people. And, and childhood fear is the first thing they do. And you'd be surprised how many times you hear people go, oh, yeah, I used to see him in the, in the wardrobe or like under my bed or that kind of childhood fear is ingrained mm -hmm. in kids and they love it. They absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. Like anything to get that is and monsters inc if you've ever seen that film it's yes. so close to reality it's unbelievable really? like when they talk about yeah like so anything to do with laughter is the best way to get rid of a demon because hmm. that energy that it produces is so much high resonating com compared to like crying and upset and screaming the difference between the two and on that higher frequency level what it does is is unbelievable so when you're crying and you're upset and you go to your room and you put that all that negative energy within your room, it becomes like a lighthouse, like all dark energies and upset spirits just feed off of it all the time. Makes but sense. when you change your yeah, when you change your mindset and you become a lot more happier, these things don't happen. So if you if cause, so when I go and do cleanses or if I go and do um, like trying to speak to people about what's going on in their house. Like poltergeist activity, I'm doing a, a research at the moment about poltergeist activity and the difference between um, your negative energy versus positive energy and how much um, poltergeist activity is caused by yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you pump out negative energy into a household, it has to go to somewhere. So mm -hmm. it's absorbed, like I was absorbed in water. And then when you start getting really angry and stuff, depending on your mindset and your vibration, things can happen in your house. So the amount of times I've gone to people's houses and gone, right, what's happened? And they'll go, oh, I've come downstairs and all my, my cupboard doors are open. And I'll go, what happened last night? Did you have like, a, especially people with ADHD. Now that's becoming more, more, um, more, no, more, more, sorry, more well-known. ADHD and um, autism is becoming more accepted if you go to a person's house and ask them, do you have ADHD? The amount of people that have poltergeist activity or spirits within the house that have ADHD is unbelievable because they're just like a walking Duracell battery. Like the amount of energy that they give off constantly, it's just like energy is just all the way, all, like all the time. Um, and when I've been to people's houses and their kids have got ADHD, the amount of stuff that goes on in their house is, is phenomenal. And what stuff happens as well? It's phenomenal. Like I've, got, I've never heard of, the, of that. That's fascinating. Yeah, one of the um, one of the girls that I went to, um, she was like, "Oh, uh, I see." They always call them like imaginary friends as well. But they'll go, mm -hmm. oh, "My imaginary friend does this," and they'll draw them, and you're just like, "It's it's, it's I, I love it. I could sit here and talk hours about it." But the ones that um, then go on to medication, and then the um, the paranormal stuff starts getting worse. Because it changes their um, chemistry within their body and then the energy that 
the spirits have been relying on for so much um, usually amps up. So then they'll take them back to the doctor and go, this isn't working. So all this is continuing to happen and my child is doing this. So they'll change the medication and then they'll either stop the medication and then the spirit gets exactly what they want. It's mm-hmm. like a massive correlation between the two. It's really fascinating and I absolutely love it in the minute. I'm just like looking into so much stuff when it comes to the mind of the human and what we can do like to our energies, but we automatically assume it's demons and it might not be. It might be what we're actually doing ourselves. So it's really cool. Do you plan on documenting this or writing a book about it? Um, I haven't really thought like about it. sounds like you should. Yeah, that's funny you mentioned that's what Mike said. But um, I, have, I haven't. I mean, I, I'm always videoing stuff and I'm always um, like recording stuff. But again, it's just, I don't know, I get so dis, I get so dis, um, what's that word? When de- Demotivated when you see like the likes of us or Mike or other really good paranormal investigation teams, they get like slated so quickly. Um, people that are doing really good work and like striving to change like people's mindset when it comes to spirits and what actually are out there. People don't care. All they want is people like ghost adventures or most haunted or all these kind of well-known entertainment shows, but mm-hmm. not, actually what actually happens and i find it really hard i get really disheartened and i just stop i, I just agree. um you know people people do it for the likes and people do it for the follows and this and that kind of stuff and they just don't want to work for a living but it kind of gives bad names to the people that actually want to do good in the world and i just i get disheartened i think so yeah i, I go through stages where i want to do stuff and then other times i'm just like quite happy just talking to people like yourself and you know um my my i'd say i've got core followers on my instagram account and my youtube the ones that always show up you know um Mm -hmm. and watch my watch my lives in my cabin and and all that kind of stuff so yeah i've I've had some really good stuff and i find it interesting trying to learn new stuff and about demons and all that kind of stuff but in reality i just kind of keep myself to myself and i want to see what what comes with it really yeah, I find it. I find it frustrating. Uh, we've had um, clients that kind of treat us like their own personal TV paranormal TV show, uh, mm-hmm. where they have friends over while we're trying to set up, and they're they're drinking beer and everything because they're all excited that there's a paranormal team, and they're like, "Yeah, we love the TV shows," and then we're ju- we're all kind of like, "Oh, great." It, you know, you actually don't want us to help you. You're just here because it excites you. And uh, yeah, because we have had clients where they've had other teams there and mm-hmm. they said it helped. And then it started again. It's, well, I had to tell this one woman because she had uh, three children, I think it was. And it was affecting the children, too. And I said, mm-hmm. your, your babies, you have to think of your babies. Like right now you're excited about all this. And that's why it keeps happening, keeps coming back. But you ha- yeah. had to tell her, you need to use your mom voice and tell these entities that they need to back off and back leave off. your house. Yeah, leave yeah. your family alone. This is your house, not theirs. And yeah. at first I said, say it out loud. Like, you're not welcome here. And she's like, okay, leave. I'm like, no, no, no. Like I said, no, use your yeah. mom voice. You have to think of your babies. And then she's, you know, get the hell out, you know. And, and um, as yeah. far as I know, the activity stopped. And this was a, quite a few years ago. Um, so yeah. I'm hoping that she, uh, nothing 
nothing else happened, I hope. I'm hoping that we actually reached her and told her that, you know, it's really coming from you because you're deep down inside. You want it to come back because this this is exciting. It's like a real life TV show. But once you realize that, you know, you have to put into perspective that these are your children, that they're scared. They're terrified. It's being yeah. affect, they're f- being affected. That's when you have to, like, really lay down the hammer and tell them, like, these entities, nope, you can't come back. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's weird that you mentioned that because that's what I've got at the moment. I've got a very similar uh, person that I'm dealing with where he's done a he's done a Ouija board in his house and he, and he openly admitted I didn't know what I was doing. Basically, he was doing drugs and he lost his mm-hmm. best mate in a car accident and oh. he was really upset um, and he was just like, I just wanted to talk to him. So he said, I did. A, I, I, he said, I literally looked it up online, did a Ouija board. He didn't come through. So I was just like, I sod it and went to bed. He said, but what I didn't realize was that I left the door open. And yep. you just honestly, like, it's terrifying. Like, I've been doing this a long time and the voices that he He's got a literal, uh, you know, those ring cameras. I don't know if you get them where mm. you are. They're like little door cameras. And he's got one in his house. And the, no- the the voices and the EVPs that he gets from that is truly terrifying. That's like, wild. it sounds like he's got, like, people that sound like they've got Down syndrome talking to him, like, in his house, going, we're going to kill you. Like, we've come for your soul. Wow. They say his mm. name. Like, they say his kids' names. They're, like really really evil like they they sound evil i mean he's just like I, I said to him look i will come and cleanse your house i will bring my missus with me and we will cleanse your house and it'll be gone mm-hmm. yeah well i don't i you know what i just don't know whether that's the right thing to do and i'm like why are you doing this like do, do you like the attention no 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 i was like well there has to be a reason you don't want to get rid of them because if i was listening to that every single day Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that in my house. Like, and I'm not being dramatic here. It is horrible. It sounds like something out of an Exorcist movie. Like, wow. you know that one where like it's growling and talking at the same time. Like, it's yeah. like that. And it's all mm-hmm. the time. Like he says, like from nine o'clock in the morning till eleven o'clock at night, he can hear EVPs. Like, motion cameras are going off. Everything. Like he's got orbs that are going out of his window, right? like out of his TV. And it's got faces in it. Like, I don't believe in orbs. But when you he yeah. shows you a picture and it's got, like, a face in it, like, then you, you can't start deny wondering. it. Yeah. yeah. Do you think maybe like, these entities are affecting him uh, to, to, to make sure that he doesn't send anyone into cleanse so that they can keep going there? I think so, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he, he now ta- he's ta- now taking things like sleeping tablets because they're affecting him in his sleep and... Like they're pulling, like he's got videos of it pulling his like clothes off, and the only thing it hasn't done yet is lifted him up. Like mm-hmm. you think the worst things that it could do to you, he it's done it. Wow. Like so he's he's proper. Like I keep saying to him, like be careful that it doesn't turn bad because it can. And he was like, oh, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I've been going to church now, and I'm like, but it, it won't that won't affect it because it knows that you don't believe it. Yeah. Like he doesn't believe in God. He doesn't believe in faith. He doesn't believe in anything. But he's doing it because he feels that's going to help. And I'm like, but it knows that you don't, it, your heart's not in it. Whereas yeah. for me, like my heart is in it. So that's, I have full on faith. So that's why it doesn't affect me. But you, it knows you don't believe it. 
You might have to try and put the fear in him and, and mention the kids, you know, how, that it's affecting the kids. Well, his problem, it goes back to what I said earlier. His kids got full on ADHD. Okay. Like, prop, like real bad. Um, and they're going through all the stages at the minute to get him assessed. And um, I mean, to me, it's almost like autism, like Asperger's, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, he is full on high level like high frequency so it's getting all like the reason he's got so many there at the moment is the energy that's being produced by obviously his fear the kids fear adhd his wife's fear there's five people in the house all scared for their life all this energy plus he's an investigator now he's investigating it so they're getting all of that on top of it so all Mm -hmm. the energy being produced can sustain all these ghosts that are in his house yep but the minute i go i can come around and fix it yeah He's just like, I don't want it. And I'm like, well, I said to him, can I have the Ouija board? Like, give me the Ouija board. No. Ah, oh, jeez. So it's almost like he's he wants he wants to keep hold of it because he knows that's what's causing it. Yeah, that's frustrating. Um, you know, you, think you want to help them, but they don't. They don't want the help deep down. They inside. don't want the help. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, and it's like, we've got, I don't know if you have them where you are, but we have these people that just like putting stuff on YouTube because they like the likes, but they, then they start faking it. But then you've got people that have actually got this stuff going on and it's, 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 it can become, I mean, I've, like I said, I've got a cabinet in my garden. I don't know if you've looked at my Instagram, but I went through a stage where six months I had something bad in there, like really bad, like Hmm. I'd go I'd go down there and I'd end up with scratches like happening live on Instagram like I'd go I feel a scratch lift my shirt up and there's like a free clawed scratch down me or people would be going Mike can you hear those voices and I'm like no and then you play it back and you can hear like deep gruff voices and hmm. stuff like the first time I've ever seen this happen I had a an SLS and a piece of equipment on the floor in my cabin and suddenly come out of my wall and walked round the wall, missing the equipment on the floor because it didn't want to set it off. Pretty smart. We, yeah. So it was like it knew exactly what it was doing. Mm-hmm. And then I had, to, I had to literally stop doing it because the more I was doing it, I was, you know, like when you get infatuated with it, like I was doing it every single day because mm-hmm. I wanted people to see what I could see. And what mm-hmm. was worse is they couldn't see what I could see. Because all they could see and hear was the demon in there rather than actual what I was seeing, which wasn't a demon. So in my head, I could see a normal person, but what they could actually see was different to what I could see, which mm-hmm. was written like it scared me because I was just thinking, well, why is it, why is it doing that? Um, and now I've researched it more that what the reason that happens is, is because they don't want you to stop. So if they knew, if I knew it was a demon, I would stop. When mm-hmm. and that's how it gets attached to you, and then it's before you know it, it's kind of taking little bits away from you till you get to a stage where um, you can't get rid of it. So they're clever. Yeah, they are really clever. Very much so. Yeah. So um, it took me six months to get rid of that out of my. Uh, you're right. Yeah, I keep seeing the curtains closed, but I keep seeing a, a like a light flash and off off the wall, and I'm like, where is that coming from? There's two just, things that have happened. Bit. Two yeah. things that have happened today that don't Which normally never, happen. No, mm. ever. Like I've I've had uh, guests say, uh, who, other podcasters 
say, uh, yeah, sometimes I have activity when I'm uh, doing a uh, an episode. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't happen to me. And then there's tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to interview me. My stuff happens. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, my cabin is a – I'm not trying to plug my own cabin here, but it is a um, – it's a minefield in there. Um, wow. And that's only, that's only come from me. So that's why my advice to people that um, do this kind of stuff is be careful. Like, because I bought this house three years ago and it's just a, a normal house, never had anybody like anything to do with paranormal stuff ever. And uh, I'm on a ley line. Have you heard of Stonehenge? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like half a mile from my house. No way. Oh, I've always wanted to go there. Yeah, it's literally half a mile from my house. And if you look wow. on the ley line from from Stonehenge to my house, my mm. cabin is on that ley line. That's interesting. Yeah, so now, that's how... are there still tours at, at uh, Stonehenge or have they yeah. closed that? Okay. No, you have to pay for it to get around it. Oh, um, yeah. But but there's so many better places to go um, around here. There's there's so mm. much history Again, we like where we where I live. It's very um, Viking orientated, so you have a lot of like King Alfred and um, all the Vikings and stuff were around here. Um, mm. And then where my girlfriend lives in the Midlands, she is. It, this was really weird. So I'm very close to King Alfred's um, first settlement, so his first kingdom in Wessex, and she is half a mile from his daughter's. Um, one of her the first churches in in England that represented Christianity and um, paganism, which was done by um, uh, King Alfred's daughter, Ethelfled, which is literally half a mile from her house. So we That's go there wild. all the time. It's beautiful, yeah. honestly. So it's again, it's just like when you look at fate and stuff, which I'm a true believer in. Um, mm-hmm. It's just weird that we're both similar, like. That, that whole family, King Alfred, is we, we've kind of met on the same sort of playing field. So yeah. it's really, it's fascinating. I love it. Now, have you ever been to North America? No. no. Okay. Why? I was just wondering, because across the pond, it's so old. There's so much history. And then North America, it's so, so much younger. And I was just wondering if you could feel the difference in energies from North America to like England, if someone was very sensitive, I've never asked that question before to anyone. Not really. I mean, like the energy in, in I mean, there's a lot of like death and stuff in the UK. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, when you look at yeah. like all the Vikings and like the monastery and like the kings and queens that just kind of moved around and killed people and all that kind of stuff. It's, um, I think that's why the UK is is so haunted. Like there's so much that's happened here. I know it's the same everywhere you go, isn't it? But we're such mm. a small island. Like it's like concentrated, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. And I know you like in America and stuff, you've got a lot of like tragedies and stuff that's happened as well. I think you say, I think it's just crazy. Like, but here, like where, where, where I am, like it, the, you can feel the energy on their ley line because everyone's like, where did this all come from in your cabin? I'm like, absolutely no idea. Like they just come in. I've got one corner in there and it's just like they flood in they just come in and in and in and in and in so i've just got um a new bit of equipment that i've just designed um and my friends built for me 
Um, hopefully, oh, what, hope. What kind of? Hope. Sorry, what, so, what kind of equipment? So it's um, it's a box that it's got. Uh, so it's got temperature on it. It's got um, an ultrasonic radar, which basically it scans every 0.1 second that you'll see it moving. Um, and what it's doing is it's sending a pulse of uh, ultrasonic sound out. And if it maps anything with substance, it shows up on a laptop uh, and then it will map around what it is. So my idea is that rather than being it's like a high focus um, device, it's focusing on low level noise so it won't pick up like little orbs or stuff like that. It has to be a solid mass for it to pick it up. Okay. Yep. Um, and then it's got a uh, music box. So if it picks up anything um, with a infrared beam, it will set off a music device. And then it's got a little copper. We're trying. I'm trying to change it at the minute, but um, it's touch activated. So if anything, I'm trying to get things to touch it, and then it will set off another device. Um, but what I'm trying to do is change that to keep the pad. But what it will do is it will be able to draw. So if it touches it, it will be able to draw and write things on it, and that will show up on the pad as well. But it's a prototype at the minute. It's it's actually yeah. on my Instagram account. Um, I only got it out. Yeah, it only um, it got delivered to me. It's taken six months um, to get China to build me a board to to have all that stuff on it. Um, mm. But the prototype is out now. Um, and Mike from um, our friend Mike is going to get version two, um, which have a couple more bits on it. So hopefully, I reckon six months time, um, it should be a working product. Oh, that's yeah, that's really exciting. It is really exciting yeah. to to see something that kind of I've designed. Something and new. Got... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and it's only it's only in a box, probably that big. Mm-hmm. So. Um, It'll be portable as well. So, yeah, it just means it's kind of got four or five things like running at the same time. And um, it kind of means it'll be an all in one box rather than having to take four or five pieces of equipment around with you all the time. Yeah. Um, but the idea is that we'll try these five bits and then if they don't work, because, you know, everybody's got a REM pod, everybody's got an EMF device. Um, so, I just want I want to be able to keep the bits that we don't use and get rid of the stuff you you know no the other way around get rid of the bits you don't use and the bits you do use yeah. and work um, because I'm I'm kind of thinking at the minute simplicity is is the best bit you know because um, I can see that light that you're talking about by the way can you yeah it's on your left shoulder yeah there oh I just realized something the curtains open a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Say, and the sunlight's see, coming could, through. I could see it. Mystery solved. Yeah, no, it's debunked. Um, yeah, so, yeah, this is the problem with me. I, I need to reel myself in or else I can sit here talking to you for hours. And it doesn't become a very good podcast <laughs> if I'm just sitting there talking about <laughs> rubbish. Um, yeah, so I hope that kind of answered all your questions. Yeah, um, please keep me posted about that piece of equipment. I'm really intrigued to find out more about that. Um, yeah, so it's everything... on, it's on, it's on my Instagram at the moment. Um, okay, I put it, I put it in my cabin um, yesterday full time because I had to do a couple of bits to tweak it. Um, <laughs> but it's it's in there full time now, going twenty four seven. So um, 
Yeah, see if anything happens. Because I've noticed that if I put new equipment in there, it takes them about a week to get used to it. Because um, yep. they, they're, they're real. But you get my point. They, they, I put cat balls in there for a week. They did not mm -hmm. touch them. I went away for a week because I can dial into my cameras mm -hmm. and I played the mute. So there's um, there's one girl in there. She's in there all the time. She plays with my little doll that's in there. And I can play um, Ring Around the Roses on the um, camera. And mm -hmm. I played it. And then all of a sudden, the cat ball started flashing by itself. Now, bear in mind, there was no, you can see on the camera, there's nobody in there at all. Hmm. And it just started. The minute it stopped playing, it was like she went, oi, put it back on, and she touched the ball. Yeah. So um, it takes, I, I, def I definitely think it takes a week or so for them to get used to it. Um, but my best, probably my best piece of evidence I've ever captured um, was when three pieces of equipment went off at the same time on command. That and I is was amazing. The, yeah, so I had a cat ball. I've got a Flux 2, which is, um, it measures air fluctuation and then sets a light off. Um, and then an EDI Plus, if you've heard of one of those. It's like, oh. <coughs> it's, um, hang on, I've got it here. So, um, do you know what a cat ball is? I think oh, yeah. you've seen you've seen one of these, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I got one of those, um, and an EDI device is that. So basically, it does um, temperature, pressure, humidity, um, EMF, and vibration. So okay. Does all that. Um, so they were all set together. I was picking up on this negative demonic energy in the room and I've basically gone, um, can you light up every bit of equipment on the, on the desk, um, in sequence. So it lit the cat ball up and then I was like going, go on, well done. Can you do the next one? Um, it did the next one and then it just left this one to go. Bear in mind the other two are still on. And then I heard in my ear, I heard it go, it's a demon. So then you hear me go, did that just say it's a demon? And then this lit up. It mm. didn't just light one bit of that up, though. It lit up three pieces at the same time. So it lit up three on that and then the other two devices next to it. Hmm. And I was like... I love, it. Never, I love it when that happens. I've never seen it happen. Like, three pieces of equipment together going off. Mm -hmm. That was, like... I've never seen it. Again, that's on my uh, Instagram as well. So it's crazy. Just, um, I just think people need, yeah, be careful because uh, you never Definitely. really know if you, yep. if you, um, you see something, yeah, black shadow behind you. Oh, okay. Is your, is there a dog in your, in that place with you? Yes, she just jumped off the bed, but the curtain's totally closed, so you can't. Oh, maybe you saw the shadow of her jumping off the bed because she just did that. Is it behind you to your right? Yes. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like there's a black shadow right behind you. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, she's on the floor behind me to my right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Lisa had a heart attack because it looked like a child. I was like, oh, my God. You were, you were kind of worrying me for a second because the look on your face, I'm like, oh, crap. What does he see? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's um, how do I tell you this nicely? Get out. Like, burn your house down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. No. Okay. Fine. Any more questions? <laughs> no. Okay. 
No, I think that's good for now. Um, if you would like to tell the listeners where they can find you. Yep. So I'm on um, Facebook and YouTube under M Gale Outdoors, um, which is um, it's kind of it's kind of like I go kayaking. I do like wild camping and investigate in all are kind of under one roof. Um, I am going to be changing my Instagram account name to the same thing. So I might do that today if I haven't already done it. Can't remember. Um, but I'm also on, so basically Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Um, okay. Instagram, I do like maybe two or three lives a week, dependent on time um, and what I'm doing. But I'm always doing some video. And then over the next month, I've literally got an investigation every single weekend. Oh, wow. I'm busy. I'm a, I'm a busy boy in April. Um, and then May, I've got a few cleanses to do. And then just going to be focusing on that new bit of equipment, really. So, yeah. Nice. You can find me all over well, the place. I'm, or, well, the list- you know, uh, find me somewhere. The listeners know this, but I will add links uh, in the show notes. So the listeners, it'll be easier for them to find you. Awesome. Thank you very much. And then if, yeah, if you send that over to me, I will um, post you on my account as well. Um, sure. Yeah, be nice. Yeah. Thank you so cool. much, Mike. I really appreciate this. I enjoyed this chat. Yeah, me too. I'm sorry if it's um, it's been nearly two hours. I'm really sorry. Um, oh, it's okay. Sometimes it goes one or two hours. Uh, oh, you could probably hear my dog shake there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I think she's telling me, me it's dinner attack. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The look on your face. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, like, "Oh, oh my crap. God, what is what is that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Hopefully, um, if you find out anything about the names that I've given you, let me just drop me a text, or if any listeners I definitely will. Yeah, if, if it resonates, um, there's that shadow again. Um, if that resonates with anybody, just let me that side. Yeah, uh, just let you know, and if you just ping me a message or anything, that'd be that'd be yeah. awesome. For sure. Thank you so much again. Cool. Thank you very much for having me. And you. All the best. Well, we've made it to the end of another episode. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, take care of each other. And if you'd like to be on the show or have questions and comments, just drop me an email, paranormalheart13 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Paranormal Heart would like to extend a special thank you to PurplePlanet.com for supplying the music for the show. The views and opinions expressed on Paranormal Heart are those of the host and participants. 